Nocturne Tutin, highest round <laughs> 23 on Black Ops 3 on PS4, 12 rounds on average and 2 downs on average, but that's mainly from playing solo. This is the first map we're going to be talking about, because I'm going to go through the zombie series in chronological order. I'm even going to talk about the spin-offs, because I have all of Advanced Warfare, and I, I own Infinite Warfare, and World War II, so I've got like, the default maps on that. Um, I might even talk about Point of Contact from Extinction. Ext uh, extinction. I mean, I should probably keep that in because it's probably the funniest thing you're gonna get. It's not even that funny. It's not funny, is it? But, um, here we go. I'm just gonna. Go over to another segment so I can put this down. Wow, um, Nactar and Totem. Um, one thing, it's a very grey map. I think we could, I think we could all agree that one of the main memories you'll probably have this map is just the grey visuals. It's very depressing this map, but I guess it kind of adds to the kind of isolation that there is for everything. Like, you're up to four people on your own in an abandoned airfield in the middle of nowhere, and you're probably gonna die here. I mean, like, I mean, like, we know you're gonna die here. You can't, like, beat that gun turn. And. And I guess that's good design in a way, but it just feels really boring. I mean, it was the first map, so you have to give it some like some liberties for the fact that this is literally just a modified part of a campaign level. I think it's from uh, Hard Landing. No. Is that a hard landing or low resistance? Um. Oh, I'm thinking the mission after it, actually. I don't know. It's. I. No, I believe it's one of those two. I believe it's the one where you could get the ray gun as an Easter egg in World of War. I believe it's that one. And, and, it, and to be honest, it didn't look too good. Then I got the Annihilator out of the box. I got Specialist Weapon. Like, can't wait to probably forget about that and barely use it. Because, you know, once you get a remembering of uh, all these special little extra bits, they just give you a weapon. I kind of want a gun. In my game about guns, not, not your little special revolver. Okay, this is okay. This is this is why this shows about me being okay at video games. It is round six, 
And I'm worried that I'm about to, like, lose this game already. Because I'm not good at this. I mean, it's also because I've got, like, such crap out of the box. I mean, out here we got the Shiva and the SVG 100. The SVG 100 is actually, like, bad. Oh, the Rega Mark II. Okay. We're living large, boys. I've got about that. The, oh, the the Rega Mark II is just like tearing through multiple people once. I mean, if you can line up that double shot. The bootlegger. We got the bootlegger. I mean, mm, Black Ops 3 box weapons could be maybe alright, but war weapons? I mean, we went from two rifles in the swarm room to, oh my god, why did I just drink stamina? I didn't, I didn't think about it. Mm. I guess this means I've got a train now. I've never, I've never trained on her. I've never trained on that, so I've only ever done the camping spot by the frag grenades. I, th I mean, I think I've probably tried double tactics in the past, but that's the only one that I ever do that's, like, actually successful. I run out, like, points there enough for perks. I don't see any zombies around, so... Um, we could talk about that you must descend from darkness, chalk writing. That's pretty, uh, that's, pre that's, that's pretty spooky, right? Just ascend from darkness. <clears throat> I mean... The fact that I'm pretty sure that was repurposed for the Voikutic escape pad, it probably was. Um, I don't really remember too much about things. Such little details about the story, because, like, it's a complete mess, the zombie story. Um, I mean, at this point, it was probably just, like, trying to insinuate the top floor is good, get up there, like, trying to insinuate you to, like, buy doors, because if this is your first time playing, like, it probably was for a bunch of people back in World of War, when they beat the campaign. Like, you wouldn't have known anything about zombies. You would have been like... Okay, so like... Are these any guns I have? Like, beyond these doors, do I get better guns? Or are they, are they just like similar type guns? It's all just about expanding space. And... The, the short recordings were probably just, uh, were probably like... Little hints? And I mean, maybe you could have taken the help door. It's like... Like, here's where the help is. In the form of the mystery box. Instead of like... Someone... Asking for help. Maybe? Maybe it was like a subtle way to try and get the player to like... Explore the map more. Because by exploring the map is where you get like the books in it. And so you need to open doors. Because always you're stuck in a tiny room with bad weapons. And... There wasn't much story either. 
I mean, the problem with the ports is that they're fractures with the Ultimus crew. They're not actually, like, the canonical story. I mean, technically, these are canon, but they didn't take place in the main storyline. But it was actually as simple as, like, I think it's, like, some Americans are, like, Flying over an abandoned German airfield and like they crash and like one one five you're gonna meet some corpses or something. That was just kind of the story. It wasn't. God can't kill my friend. And that was basically the story as a whole. It's just like, there's zombies in an airfield. Ah. Could have maybe done with some more development, but it was just. As the maps listed in World of War, there's a prototype because they because like they didn't know whether to include the mode because they didn't know whether people would like the mode or not. And look where the series is now. It's big success, and it's been such a success that other Call of Duties have tried to take their own stab at. Treyarch's infamous game mode and usually failed overall. I mean, like, that's not to say that they're overall bad, but they've never been able to meet the standard that Treyarch had with their zombies game mode. Um. Yeah, this, I mean, despite the fact that I've been going on for, like, eight and a half minutes now, there's still actually not much to say that hasn't already been said. Like, people have probably said these points before, a good amount of these points before. And it just goes to, it just goes to show how much of a simplistic map Nact is, but it still has such, and it still has so much, like, talk around it. I mean, the flamethrower, back in World at War, I mean, statistically it probably wasn't that good, but I bet a bunch of people bought it, because, like, it's a fun gun to use. I mean, you got a horde of zombies, and you just burn right through them. I mean, like, that was cool. Probably as cool as it is on campaign. So, um, I am fairly decent at Naxxus. It's probably because Naxxus is a simple map. And I fit into that Tim Hansen-nominated demographic of of the majority of zombie players that he says are casual. I mean, I'd say I fit into that, like, only be, like, attempt to do an Easter egg. But... But, like, I'm mainly here for, you know, the survival aspect of the survival game mode. I'm here to try and get, get, a, get a nice round. I mean, the main reason why I say, like, yeah, I'll sometimes, like, try and do a quest is because a good amount of Easter eggs will actually give you stuff f- for completion. I 
I mean, if you look at the main Easter egg of um, World War Two Zombies first map, it gave you the Tessagon, which was the wonder weapon of the map, for doing the main Easter egg. I mean, you didn't have to do all the main Easter egg, you had to do like a good chunk. But if you did enough of the main Easter egg, you'd be rewarded with the wonder weapon. And I think a good amount of um, Easter egg quests <clears throat> can also rely around wonder weapons. So, can be incentivize you to hit the box. Which, I guess, is good. But I believe in Black Ops 3 they added um, they added an Easter egg where it plays song and maybe you get a death machine um, from like shooting a bunch of like Samantha dolls that appear on the map or something. But it's not it's not essential, which I think is good that they can add more to the map, but not really take away from its simplistic charm. Because I think, I think that that's what Nectaron Totem has. It, there's no special rounds. There's, there's nothing too crazy. There's just you, the box, um, Mule Kick, the Wonder Fizz, and a go and Gobble Gun machines. It depends on what version you're on, but. But, but most people probably own the Black Ops 1 or Black Ops 3 version. I mean, people probably do own the World of War version, but most people that own the World of War version probably at least own one of the other versions at next. Because if you play World of War, you probably wanted to play the follow-up, especially Black Ops 1, because that was probably like... Because that was like... THE Black Ops. I, I mean, that that makes sense, because it was the first Black Ops, so it's like, you know, the Black Ops game. But as in, like, I don't think any other Black Ops has been able to meet the standard the Black Ops one met. I mean, the zombies, you had World of War and a completely whole new set of maps. All right there for you to play. You had... The, probably the best Call of Duty campaign out there. That one was great. That one was great. I got through that in like a day, maybe two days, and it was incredible. And it was it was just amazing. It's it was it was really cool. And. The multiplayer? I didn't really get to play much of. Um, in terms of um, multiplayer with bots, which is mainly what I do, especially after um, the situation in which... Um, the, the reason I've got a bunch of things on PC now is because my Xbox got hacked while I was playing Black Ops 2 with randoms on transit, and I got fucked over by some random kids. So well done. It's, it's, people can be so weird sometimes, just like pulling stuff on others. And it's like, what? You're not gonna know how they're gonna react to it. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point of hacking my thing if you're never gonna be able to see the results? So, 
So I had to get World of War and Black Ops 2 on PC. Um, Black Ops 2. <clears throat> Black Ops 2 never really lived up to to Black Ops 1. I mean, the campaign was good. It served as a nice follow-up to Black Ops 1. It continued down the lineage of the Masons. That was pretty cool. Um, we got to have a mission as Woods. That was, that was, that was pretty cool. Because we never got that in the original game. We just got Mason and Hudson, I believe. Um, mainly because at that point it was believed that, that Woods had killed himself in order to, like, kill either Kravchenko or Dragovich. I forget which one it was. But... But they decided to, I guess, bring him back and just say, like, he got, like, like captured or something and sent to, like, a prison. I mean, it's a good way to run back in, I guess. Although, still not entirely sure how he's supposed to, you know, survive, like, half of, uh, half of a base blowing up. Was not really sure how that, that, that supposedly worked. Um, the, the Hudson twist? Hudson twist? Did not see that coming. It was pretty random. Came out of nowhere. Felt weirdly unwarranted. Um, I didn't like the multiple endings. That was good. But I feel like Black Ops One just always had that distinct story, and and he knew how to like finish things up and tie up not tie up loose ends from previous things, rather than kind of just write something that just kind of piggybacked on the success of something else because uh, um, because in the Black Ops 1 campaign we got to see what happened to Dimitri the Russian player character from Black Ops uh, no not Black Ops World at War um, we got to see what happened to Reznov we got um, like, we got, we, we got that tied up. Because we never really got to know what happened on that end of things. We, we never got to see what happened to, like, anyone else there, but... I mean, did anyone really care about Private Miller? It's all about Polonsky in the end, isn't it? Because he's Dempsey. Polonsky's just Dempsey. And he's the only one we care about. Good, good old Polonsky. Good old Private Polonsky. Imagine being called Private Polonsky. Um, Black Ops 3 campaign was just like, it was, it was there, it served its purpose to have a story that you, that you work through on your own, single player. It was, it, that doesn't mean it was good, it was, it was bad. Yeah, like two references to previous campaigns, like what happened. Like, the only thing was right at the end, like, one of the characters reveal, reveals himself to be a mason. I think it's, like, right before they, before they die, or at the end, before at the end of the game. It was like, what was the point? You might as well just not said that. Still would have been just as interesting. Um, Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3 multiplayers, I mean, yeah, they were there. I didn't really play much Black Ops 2's multiplayer. They like to actually have more game modes of Black Ops 1 with bots on multiplayer. Which only had team deathmatch and free for all. Black Ops Two added more bot game modes. That's pretty. That's pretty neat. 
for the for the people who didn't want to actually play with other people because they're bad at console multiplayer. Um, Black Ops 3's multiplayer. Uh, the specialist system. Um, Nomad with Rejack. Big up Nomad. Nomad is the best specialist, and you can't tell me otherwise. I mean, even in Black Ops 4, I mean the canine unit. Canine unit, you get you get your own extra guy. Dude, that's the sick. That's sick and cool. Cause I'm <laughs> cause I cause I'm cause I'm a boomer and I think things are sick. Now, um I really should be rambling much on about that. That's that's something that I can talk about for an uh for another day. I think it's just because I'm still playing Nact and I feel like I need to keep like talking while I could just finish playing the game. Um, because we're resounding round 14 right now, and they've only gone down once. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I mean, that's a testament to, you know, the whole point in this series. Because, like, like, I find this really fun, even though I'm, like, down on round 14. Um, Wow. This is the second episode. Pretty neat, wasn't it? We talked a lot about campaign and multiplayer in the zombie series. And that... That was good timing. It's been 20 minutes. Oh my god. People have to be buckled in for a ride whenever they listen to one of these podcasts. Well, 2020. Um, well, if you enjoyed the podcast, l- listen to the next one. <laughs> I mean, there's not much you can say. It's not like it's a YouTube video or anything. You're like, I can subscribe. Um, I guess if you're on Anchor, you can favorite the podcast. And I think you can follow me on Spotify. Um, you can also check out the YouTube channel, the Boom One One Seven Seven. Um, the Insta, the Instagram account, the Boom One One Seven Seven, and the Twitter account, the Boom One One Seven Seven. They're all called the same thing to make it easy to find. They've all got that little. Lego Dempsey Roblox model on the front cover. Wow, I'll see you for the next episode on Varact. <laughs>